than I said it was going to be. I was like, <laughs> I counted to ten. But welcome oh. back to Life in the Clouds. This is Carlton and Deidre. And we're coming here to join, well, you guys are joining us for what is our 50th episode. 5-0. 5-0. 5-0. Here we go. 5-0. Here we go. I didn't even know that was a song. Where did that song come I from? I make up a lot of songs, actually. A couple lot of? I make up a lot of songs. That is true. You do make up a lot of songs. So, like today, when I was getting the children into the car, if anyone had walked by... They would think I was crazy because I'm singing to my own tune and beat as your three-year-old is screaming uh, in the car seat. So, yeah, that was a show. I don't know what you mean. My, that my was kids a show. are... So, today we had the pleasure du jour of going to a really good friend's house. She had a garage sale, so she wanted us to stop by. Perfect. It was a nice day. Kids could get out of the house. I could practice putting masks on a two year, a three year old, and a twenty, almost two year old. We're gonna practice. This was our practice run, because I knew we would be kind of sequestered in her garage, not really mingling around the people. But I was gonna put the mask on anyway, just to right, because everybody's wearing a mask. So the three year old lasted twenty seconds, and the almost two year old lasted like thirty seconds. So that's how long we got on mask wearing situations, right? Right. So we're there, we're hanging out, having a good time. Of course, our good friend has food, naturally, right? So there's banana bread and there's lemon cake bread. So, ooh, cake, right? All the kids love cake, so they got cake, <laughs> of course. So, da, da, da. anyway, so about seven minutes before we we're supposed to leave, ooh, look, her older son comes out with the Nerf gun. Why did you do that to me, ma'am? You know I'm about to leave. I told you we were about to leave. Nothing I can do. So, your son loves the Nerf gun and playing with this and doing that and doing this and doing that. So, then fast forward seven minutes later when I'm like, hey, it's time to go. He has no idea what time is. But I still give the warnings. Leave yes, in about we, ten minutes. We've done we're five in about minute five warning. minutes. We've done the five we're minute in warning about four minutes. for years. Leaving, and so since he can't count, he doesn't know that really it was fifteen minutes, even though I was like seven minutes. But anyway, um, so because he had a nerf gun, so I had to stretch this out. Sure. Right, hoping right for a positive ending. Okay. Anyway, so my friend was there. She had her other friend there that I we have heard about each other but never met. So we met, and I got a chance to talk to her. And her other friend had come just when I was doing this countdown thing. So, I hadn't met her either. So, it was me. Okay, great. So, anyway. Three-year-olds with the uh, Nerf gun. And then I'm like, nope, time to go. And I get that taken away. And then there's some meltdown on that. And he's starting to calm down. Why does the her son go inside and get another Nerf gun thing that's broken? And he starts, like, trying to fiddle with that and fix it. Why are you all torturing me? But that's okay. It doesn't matter. It's time to go because everybody's getting robbed up and antsy and I'm tired of sitting in this like patio chair thing. So anyway, so we go and get the car. I take one to the car, the baby girl to the car to put her in the car and carry these chairs that we got from the thing. And then here I have to go back to take uh, your son who is not having it because he wants to stay and play and it's fun. It's fun, fun, fun. 
But you should have left him there. Go. Should have left him there. So as I, I said we're leaving. I walked away with uh, the two year old to put her in the car. He already started crying. So then I come back, and the cries have escalated now because he sees me coming back. I'm like, no, no, we've got to go. So I just took the little thing. This is broken. Hey, it has to stay here and get fixed. Let's go. So I just grab his hand, and I'm as we're leaving, then the cries escalate, right? Mm-hmm. So I look at her two friends. I was like, it was so nice to meet you. I hope you enjoy our farewell song as we walk away. And they cracked up laughing, and I just <laughs> like, this is our farewell song. He proceeds to scream. Sure. From the house, like two, three houses down or whatever, because I had parked down the street. And getting into the car. To which I was singing a song. I don't know what little fun thing I came up with. But mm-hmm. it was very, very counterintuitive to the situation that was happening. So, so I go back to if anybody who was had walked by would think, this lady is crazy. Sure. I mean, for real crazy. But I guarantee you that any crazy. mother who's had small children would relate. Sure. And could relate to this moment. Absolutely. I know I can relate to this moment because they're my kids and I've had to take them away from places and from things. So I totally understand. I totally understand. But it's funny because I was on the phone with, oh, and by the way, this is Life in the Clouds, uh, a marriage and family podcast where we talk about uh, everything. Not only kids. Yeah. We talk about marriage, family, and everything in between. And we enjoy the life that we've been given. And so even in these moments when things are like crazy, we still find moments to enjoy. So I have, so I have the same situation, right? So I was talking to my cousin, the rancher, mm-hmm. and he, you know, we were discussing this uh, impending cow purchase that ah, we're going to yes. be doing. Beef. And oh, he and I were having a conversation in the car as I was driving home with the kids. And he was like, wow. Um, it's really quiet mm-hmm. in your car. And I, he said, you said the kids were in the car. I was like, yeah, because they're eating their cookies uh-huh. right now. I said, but don't, you said you just wait. <laughs> just wait. You'll know because when they're done. we're going to get <laughs> to the house. And when we go into the house, it's going to, it's going to start. Yes. And I'm like, you know, you should remember this because, you know, he has sure. had yes. four babies or three babies at one point. Yeah. Um, his, his, ones were pretty close in age um, and so we get to the house and of course you guys are here and I'm talking to him and this noise and this pans banging because we're trying to get dinner and get the kids fed yeah and we're also trying Don't to conduct business mm-hmm. you know uh you know uh, yeah. how much does this yeah. cost and yeah. what is the timeline and how's all this gonna work and he goes man you are really good um, you can ju- you can actually focus and have this conversation with me because it sounds like absolute chaos in the background. Yes, he's like I have forgotten what parenting ears are like, mm. and I was like, what? He was like, yeah, parenting ears. Like you can't hear what's happening to behind you, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess you're not used to that sound yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore because your kids are grown. He's like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, you have. Parenting ears. I remember the kids making noise and me not being able to hear it. Yeah. But he's like, I remember it being like loud, but it just not mattering. You know, yeah. and in the next day when we talked, 
I think it was that next day because I think that was a Friday and then the Saturday morning when he and I talked again mm-hmm. and it was like chaos because I was getting the the kids breakfast yeah and he and I were trying to do this business transaction and he was just like wow it's like mm-hmm. noise and everything yeah. I'm like yeah it just that's just how mm-hmm. it works yeah. and I think that's kind of the haze of like parenting too because sure. like when we try and remember the specifics of when our older two were small. Sometimes it's hard to remember because it was literally like a haze. It's not because. Hard. Well, I have flashbacks. Yes, I no, I know. I get, <laughs> I get. There are specific charged moments that come back. Oh, okay. But like when you're trying to remember, like a, a casual day, like you don't remember a casual no. day, Mm-mm. right? But you do remember the spikes. Yes. Right. And it's just like the parenting years, or even in, in like okay, so take it out of parenting, right? Even in marriage, right? You there's the lull of like okay, this okay. is normal sure. life every day, right? You can't life. remember the 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 every day. Yeah, you do remember the spikes. Yeah, when things happen. Yeah, right. And so that is why it's always dangerous to base feelings mm-hmm. on the spikes mm-hmm. because you may have had a hundred days of bliss or, you know, easy time. Yeah. But the only things you remember are the individual spikes that happen. Yeah. You know, so you remember those negative moments and you go, man, we've had a lot of negative moments um, in the last few days. And then you go, man, I think things are, I think we're really in trouble. And it's like, nah, you might not really be in trouble. You may just, you may be having some rough days right now and you might need to figure that out. But it's not indicative of some dangerous yeah. turn in your situation. It's, yeah. You know? I mean, now, I'm not saying don't examine it. No, no, I'm just no, saying I'm look saying. at it in perspective. Yeah. Though. I mean, if marriage is a long game, you can't take any one day and say, okay, this, yeah. this, mean, this one defining. day means something. Right. This is a defining moment. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was, um, so one of the things that I was will tell people, um, particularly people I don't know, and then once they find out how many children that I have, um, and then the age is like, it just, it's a spiral. Like, it's a whole, that's a whole podcast, from in my opinion, in and of itself. But I digress. Um, About having Like, multiple. in telling the story, like, I always say, so if you need a laugh or whatever, right? Like my situation can bring you joy because I can tell you and explain a couple things like of my normal day and it'll make you laugh. (laughs) It's not funny to me. Sure. But it'll make you feel better. So I go to drop off um, some uh, extra items, right? We had crabs today. We had some leftover that we're not really going to eat because like usually after a day... We don't usually eat them. Now, I will go back and eat them. So, there's some left over for me to eat. But I wasn't eating two more, two dozen. Like, that's too much, right? Sure. So, I called a friend and said, hey, dinner. So, I go drop it off to our friend. <laughs> and she's like, oh, wait, the babies aren't with you? I was like, nope. Left them behind. So, she thought that was funny. I was like, but no. Like, yeah, I took advantage of this to have just a quiet moment. I said, because the turn up, tune up was starting to happen. She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> turn up tuna. I was like, well, you know, it's when they start singing the duet. And she's like, I'm like, yeah, you know, like one starts crying and screaming and then the other one chimes in. So they have their evening duet. So I that started to happen in Carlton. 
you know, was starting to take them upstairs for a bath. I was like, this might be a good opportunity for me to come take these crabs to my friend. She was cracking up. I said, it gets even better when the turnip tune-up happens in the bathroom. And there's water in the tub because it reverberates off the water and the walls. So you get like a real opera studio effect, too. <laughs> so you're laughing. That's not funny. <laughs> it's it's only, really not funny. It's only it funny is torture. To it's only funny to torture. me because Turn up, turn I up. get to hear it when you guys give them baths. <laughs> and I'm all the way on the floor below you guys. It, and it, it really sounds... Does. It's, it really does sound like a murder describe, scene. Describe is yesterday. So, yeah, it sounds like a murder is happening upstairs. <laughs> yes. Because you guys are just, uh, it sounds like you're, you're, you're beating them. Really? Because does they're. It, is there like boom, boom, boom? Do you hear that too? Sometimes there is like a thumping. Sometimes there is a thump. Okay. And I think that, oh no, somebody fell. Oh, okay. But uh, but I know no, nobody no. did because yeah. the cries never it doesn't never change. come with the well it never comes with the boom. Oh. So right there's like a smash or a boom. You're right. There's no tears behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like I hear water running. Ah, you yeah. know, or so the water started running right, yeah. and then like in the instance of yesterday, started the water and then went to start to remove clothes. You can't hear any of that, right? But that yeah. caused a problem uh-huh. for everybody. Sure. And then for whatever reason, the turnip tuna was like, literally, the depth of the cry for one triggered the depth of the cry for the other. I was like, what are y'all doing right now? It's funny. And then when the one started to calm down, the other turned and pinched <laughs> pinched a bare chest that then caused the other to turn that tuna back up. Mm. I was like, what is really happening here at that point i just started laughing i was like you all you yeah. lost your mind so i so and like i was I said, thinking to myself all i said was a quick bath and i actually my first the, thought was i should have listened to carlton carlton said they don't really need a bath and i was like well it's been they were outside the uh three-year-old had some bite marks on him you know they looked a little bit sweaty so let me just do real quick a quick bath. Quick. I quick. tried to Like, it wasn't you. even a thing. Like, but quick. But it, but I, I guess, understand, and I start putting soap on your leg, and you just scream. What is wrong with But you? I guess the thing, the thing that I never understand anyway. about it, right? Like you said, you should have listened I to me. Listened. I specifically said, they don't need baths. Mm-hmm. But you always say, you're going to, well, excuse me. More often than not, you're going to say that. But the reason why is because they don't. <laughs> Our kids... Their nails are dirty. Then wash their fingers. <laughs> right? Like, uh, okay. So I'm, I'm big <laughs> on showers. You know me. I yeah. believe in being clean. Right? Like, I want... Sure. I could, I could take multiple showers in the day if, if my work situation allowed for mm-hmm. that to happen. Sure. As an adult. But... For a little kid, mm-hmm. like what are they doing? Like their little kids are dirty. I did. I don't disagree, but I know when little kids need baths. Like I can tell you specifically when a little kid needs bath because you you know when a little kid okay. needs bath okay. because, like you said, yeah, they seemed a little bit sweaty, but they weren't sweaty. They had just been outside. Like it's, and they hadn't. They weren't outside for a they long weren't. time. They really weren't. It's not like they were they out weren't. there for hours. They weren't. Right. It was a few so, minutes. You know. I'm so saying. that's what I'm saying. Again, I should have listened. 
But, so but again, so like because that was immediate. I was like, for real? Yeah. Because really? they were in, they were focused on what they were doing. Anytime. So again, so let's take this out of children and let's go back to being adults, married people. Anytime you take uh, an adult out of a thing that they're interested in and tell them they have to do a thing that they're not necessarily interested in or even just something different than the thing that they're doing. They don't like it. We're creatures of habit. If we're enjoying a moment, we want to continue enjoying the moment. So if you take us out of that, you you what are you what is it called? Um, uh, like circuit break, right? So I've got this charged moment where I'm enjoying, and then you go, all right, well now we got to do something else. We got to go do this other thing that I that that you know the person really doesn't want to do. They're not going to be happy about it. And so when you magnify that, when you look at the kid, right, they don't have the control I, and the rationality. Go. So like, so the little ones, you say, all right, guys, let's go take a bath. The The boy was in the midst of Paw Patrol uh, coma, right? He was enjoying his Paw Patrol in that moment. Baby girl was doing what, you know, playing with toys or biting on something, or maybe she was rolling around on the floor playing with the dog, like she was engrossed in the thing she was doing and then all of a sudden here comes mommy like, all right, shut it all down, let's go. We're going to go take a quick bath. Now normally, she's all all about it. Yeah. She's like, mommy said, let's go do a thing. Baby girl is ready to go. But I always go, if I see the the immediate like, nah, I'm not feeling it, like I don't, I don't worry about it. Yeah. Because they're not, they're already germ factories, right? Putting them in the bathtub is not making them less of a germ factory, right? And they don't stink. You wipe them down. You give them a good, you know, once over with, you know, a washcloth or whatever. You're good. You do not have to run a jacuzzi bathtub full of water and, you know, soap them down. Yeah. Because they're going to, like, that's going to happen. I know. I understand. Anyway, so, but, but, I mean, I had the same thing. So, like, this evening... It was like everybody was starting to turn up. It's like, all right, let's go. Like, you and your mom were there. I was like, hey, let's go, guys. We're going upstairs. Turn the TV off. Went upstairs for bath time. They get in bath time. They started to turn up in bathtub. Okay. Hey, it's just daddy in here. Y'all can act a plum fool if you want. Because (laughs) as long as nobody's dying, like, you had left. So, at that point, it's, it's game on. You want to throw water on top of each other? Like, it, the, a baby guard, Carlton, Carlton poured water on his head. So, I'm like, bet, let's wash hair. So, I washed Ooh, his good. hair. Not because nice. it was like, you, you already wet, homie. Like, let's do it. You know, and he was mad because the water was in his face. And I'm like, well, sorry. Let's get some soap in there, too. You know, we're going to do it. Yeah. So, you're already mad. You're already yelling. Let's utilize this moment. Right? And then off we go, and then it's like, all right, well, now nobody's here, but everybody's now sleepy because they had baths, and yeah. they outside, they've been running, yeah. so we just go in the room and do a combined reading time, Nice. Uh, and then everybody goes to bed, right? And then you guys come back home. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. But again, it was a turn up, but yeah. because daddy is not phased by the turn up, mm-hmm. Nobody turns up for that long. Got it. Because 
And that I mean, and that's just you know that's just me. But I think that. But that is me as the wife leaving my children home (laughs) with their father. Oh, so we're doing this. Mm -hmm. So we're really doing this. Yeah. All right. So. Uh So, all right, yeah, so we're yeah, going to yeah. transition. So, so no, we're, we're not going to transition. No, I'm just no, saying we're going to compare and contrast your view and how you I'm, handle all the I'm situation. Saying, all I'm saying is I just want to make sure that they understand we're getting out of a conversation about us <laughs> and we're moving <laughs> into a conversation about no, I, some uh, reality I, TV I, shenanigans. I, I would maintain so. the conversation is about us because I appreciate <laughs> that you... <laughs> Have the perspective of being a team player, right, in the family mm-hmm. and helping to really, you know, define and, and demonstrate, right, how families operate as a team, as a unit mm-hmm. in backing each other up and, and really, right, there, there are certain roles that we play. However, right, you don't have any qualms about, you know what, this another member is uh, occupied with something else or they're injured or, you know, they're not playing the game real real well today. I'm just going to help cover that team member, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, same goes the other way, right? Sure. I understand and recognize that you uh, another team member is a little down today or they're injured or they're sick or, you know, something's just not right, game's not on, it's okay, I'm going to cover that team member because sure. we're a team, we're a unit. Yes. We're a family. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying that I appreciate that about us mm-hmm. because what I saw yesterday <laughs> <laughs> on that link you sent me was not a unit or a team member playing, uh, a family uh, team member dynamic mm-hmm. uh, in that little link thing you sent. Where the father was basically like, why did my wife leave me home with my children? <laughs> yeah, And then so. proceeded to cook some random horrible breakfast. And what? And, and then it was, it was just bad on so many levels. And then proceeded to like suggest a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to which the, the child looked at him and was like, for real? The child is allergic to peanuts. And the commentary from the father is, oh, I just realized that. That's weird. What? <laughs> so many things. So many things. So many things. So what, what I usually do is I have a lot of thoughts mm-hmm. about a lot of things. But I will boil it down to a very simple statement, right? So after that particular clip um, in that you had sent me, right? My response to that and my commentary, because I want to have commentary, Mm -hmm. um, was that his wife and his mom do not love him. They say they love him, but they don't really love that man. Yeah. Nope. I still, I I find that funny. And you and my mom both agreed that Mm -hmm. with what you said, that his parents, his wife. His mom don't love that man. Mm -mm. (laughs) He don't know how to cook an egg. Mm -mm. I don't know. I don't know if I would say that. She didn't. You sent your son off into life and then has <laughs> but, but obtained his but own maybe, family but maybe uh, 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 but maybe his and mom, he doesn't know how to go into the kitchen but maybe, and make sure that there are convenient items for him to uh make a meal but maybe his mama didn't know how to cook not all mamas can cook i didn't say cook i didn't say cook i said make a meal right 
Maybe that's your pop tart maybe and your mom, fruit. Maybe his mama. That's your waffles and well, your. Well, hold on a second. Your, your, second. your Jimmy Dean breakfast bowl. Like on, I'm not talking on, about. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Cooking. Hold on a second. So it's 2020. So wait a second. I remember from this video, there were egos in the freezer. The, so it was a possibility that he could have done that. The children. Did not want. The children did not want to eat Eggos. They wanted mommy's pancakes. And so they were like, Dad, we want pancakes. Dad is not capable of making pancakes. Because he was That's like, fair. Where's the pancake juice? That's fair. In the fridge. <laughs> now don't so so now I I'm, not, I'm not trying you. to I'm not trying to defend my guy. Because my guy's commentary was a problem. Any husband who goes, "Why did my wife leave me home with with my with the children?" as if they're not his children, as if he's not supposed to be at home with his kids, makes no sense to me. Like I don't get that. But I don't want to do the well. He should know how to prepare a meal when he was he was legit. Like okay, why can't y'all have some cornflakes? Why can't you guys have some Cheerios? Like, it was okay. Cheerios in the pantry. Right. It was cornflakes in the pantry. There was Eggos in the freezer. And Fair. all three of his children okay. were like, no, nah, I don't want that. Okay. They wanted, okay. They wanted walk the back. breakfast. I'll walk back that. His they mom wanted the breakfast. His mom loves him just they, like His I, wife look, don't love him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if his anybody love loves him. him. No, I don't know who loves him. I can him. tell you right now. I don't know. That, that lady don't love him, man. Listen, I can't say one nope. way or the other. Mm-mm. I cannot say one way or the other on whether or not somebody loves anybody else. She doesn't All I'm him. telling you is, <laughs> is that my guy knows he can't cook. Mm-hmm. So he, he did try and make that egg in no, that pan by pouring no. a, a half a cup trying of oil. And saying, "Hey Google, <laughs> how do you make an egg?" He literally deep fried an and egg. Follow <laughs> a recipe, no. guys. He deep fried it's an 2020. egg. Like that was that was twenty twenty. What difference does that mean? There is no. I don't know how to do things. Deidre, no. Deidre. It's none of that. Not everybody is gonna do that. I'm telling. What do you well, mean? Not everybody's gonna do that. You just saw. Hey, the Google, easy recipe for fill in the blank. You're making you're making easy. it seem you're making it seem way simpler than it is, and I'm telling you, it's not because if that's not what you do, or okay, that man it. had on a suit and a tie. Don't play with me. Listen to me. No, though. listen to me. Though. You wore a suit and a tie. No. Why you represented this, yourself as respectable why, and like you know stuff. Why was no. this so first of all, we know for a fact that putting on a suit and a tie does not solve You represented yourself as respectable. Anyway, so So the image guy, and your actions don't match. He is used to a certain level of activity obviously, in his house. Obviously. And that level of activity is tolerated. Okay? So if you have created an environment in your marriage, so now, okay, so now I'm going to, you're really making me advocate for this dude, right? And (laughs) all I want to do is laugh. No, you're not advocating for him. But if you are creating an environment in your home that does not create, does not require, it doesn't require anything, why would you expect somebody to do differently? That's fair. 
right? So you don't expect him to cook. You cook all the time. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, if he gets bothered by the fact that there's no food, mm-hmm. why? W- what are we doing here? Like you have not, created a scenario where this man is expecting you to be there to cook for him all the time. So unless you are mature enough and you're saying, hey, husband, I have decided that I'm not going to cook all the time. And so then I, I, my expectation is that you're going to do something to provide a meal two nights out of the week. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing that, not having that communication, you can't be mad if he's annoyed that there's no dinner. Yeah. I mean... Because he has an expectation that there's going to be food. Yeah. So if there's no food, then what? Now, that doesn't mean that he gets to be a bully or be stupid about it or abusive or yell or anything. But it is definitely within reason for him to be slightly annoyed that you're just not cooking. Yeah. Right? And this goes back to our favorite topic in terms of marriage, right? Communication. Yeah. You've got to communicate if something needs to change. So if you've decided that, okay, I feel like I'm doing too much and I need you to step up and do some additional things, if you're not telling your spouse that, hmm. you can't expect him to do anything different. And then if he decides that when you tell him, he's not going to do anything different. So now this is the moment when now we have to start thinking about some 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 work, right? Mm-hmm. Counseling, whatever. You know, and it doesn't even have to be that deep, right? Maybe you don't do counseling. If you, in their scenario, right, they seem to be fairly well off, Mm. right? You don't feel like cooking anymore. Both of y'all got high paying jobs. You doing presentations, which is the reason why you weren't there. You had to do a sales call or whatever. So you had to leave to go prepare and and do this thing, right? Why 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 is there not a, a, a food delivery service? Why is there not... Somebody sure, who sure, sure. prepares your meals for you, yeah. right? Yeah, There's tons right. of opportunity for people right. to make dinner happen mm-hmm. that doesn't require either of the people to cook. Yeah, that's true. So if you, you say, okay, husband, I'm not cooking. I've decided I don't want to cook. I'm spending too much of my time mm-hmm. that I need to devote here. So what I'm going to do is we're going to take our money, look at our budget, and we're going to start using Freshly. Mm-hmm. Or not, you can't do HelloFresh, right? Because that you still got to cook that. Yeah. Or any of those other things, yeah. any of those other items that are not endorsing us yeah, right yeah. now, right? But one that it prepares meals that you just microwave and heat up. Fill your fridge and freezer with those meals. And then when it's time for dinner, it's like, all right, guys, tonight we're having Al Pastor. Yeah. You know, tacos Al Pastor. I'm, I only know that because my, my coworker oh, is using one of those services. Yeah. So he brings a thing in. He, oh, he okay. orders... Two meals. It's like a, he has a, a lunch and a dinner. Is yeah. how he works it out. So because he, he doesn't really cook. Okay. So single guy lives on his own. Like oh yeah yeah Absolutely. he's like I'm not cooking. I mean now mind you he's got a whole kitchen full of equipment and he can do it but he's like I don't I don't feel like it. Yeah. So he just microwaves. What is the best use of your time? Exactly. So for that would be my counsel for him just the same way that my boy told me he was like Carlton. Hire somebody to clean your house. And I was like, but I got a wife and kids and I'm at the house. We can just clean. He's like, yeah, but you're frustrated about having to clean every week. He's like, 
You waste money elsewhere. Yeah. Don't waste the money elsewhere. That's true. And spend the money to get some peace in your house. That's true. So what did we do for a time? We had somebody come to the house and clean. Yeah. And it was peaceful. Yeah. Because we didn't have to stress ourselves out. Mm-hmm. Getting mad because the kids were making a mess or weren't putting things back where they were supposed right. to go. Or I didn't put something or fold something the way that you wanted it done. Or you didn't have enough time to do X, Y, and Z. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, all that yeah. went away because we stopped and made a mature decision about what we were going to do. And, I, and, and that's just one of those things like that they don't tell you up front. And because we have these mindsets that say, well, Saturday, you're supposed to get up and turn exactly. on the gospel music and start cleaning start the house, at 5 right? Start at 5 a.m. and clean. Like, my mom still does that today, right? Yeah. And I, I love her for it because it's it's how I learned how to clean yeah. and how to, you know, put things sure. away and to have, like, you know, structure. Yeah. But, boy, when we stopped having to do that, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, like, what can I do now? Like, there was yeah. an opportunity for yeah. us yeah. to volunteer and participate in different things and Mm -hmm. put the kids over here or, you Mm -hmm. know, just enjoy like Mm -hmm. a Saturday when, you know, I wasn't having to go outside and start, you know, waxing the car, you know, at 8 a.m. because we got multiple cars and it's going to take me all day to get through all that. And then I'm expecting you to be in the house, like cleaning the house all Mm -hmm. day. And hey, we still got to eat dinner and all of that. Mm-hmm. It just it just changed it's it changed the game for us. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so that is where because we had talked in terms of the discussion because I I had said that the framework I, I brought up the that particular link that you sent me in terms of like us being comparing our marriage to that in terms of teamwork yeah, or whatever. Um, but it my up. point was that from a roles perspective. When you're in your, as you get married and as you begin to grow together and understand each other better, right? Understand strengths and weaknesses and then your family dynamic, whatever that is, um, you got, you have to make shifts, right? In terms of how you view your role and how you view your husband's role, right? Because we're individual people and we go through different phases and you just have to do that evaluation, if you want your marriage, right, <laughs> to move forward and grow and be strong. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's a, really a requirement. And so I think, but I think, I think about a particular couple that we know that um, got married last year and they went through, you know, a strong, had a strong relationship. They went through premarital counseling and, you know, and they got married and they have a strong marriage. But in talking to the wife, she was like, I didn't know it was this much work. Because mm-hmm. I think she thought like, oh, like, yeah. you know, we, we, we did the upfront work, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, and then we, we did the counseling, right? And we're, we pray and we are reading the Bible and we're, right? So we kind of loaded it up front. And so mm-hmm. when we get over the broom, <laughs> right? You understand what I mean? Right? Oh, yeah. we, we jump over the broom and so things are just going to kind of work out. No, like you, <laughs> you have to make them work out. You've got to do more work. That's your reward. Yeah. For the I do. Yeah. It's the more work. Yeah. To make it better. And that's not, it's not bad, right? It's just more work. And so, but um, in terms of roles, just making sure that you're evaluating that and there's, you go through different like seasons and understanding that those things have to change. Like me embracing the fact that um, 
Because you were, like, you were, like, the clean, have somebody come clean. Now, you come to that conclusion, and that's great, and you're like, let's go. And I think I was like, oh. No, you weren't. You were not receptive to that. That's what I'm saying. I was like. I remember. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, no, but I'm supposed, but again, it's more of the, like you said, like, growing up, like, you, how we grew up anyway, like, you, like, you do everything. Right, you outsource a couple small things that you like can't do because you're not quote unquote trained to do. But the things you can do, you do do them. Like yeah. you don't outsource cleaning because you can do it. Yeah. You don't like pay somebody to come cut your yard because you can do it. Like you go get the right. equipment and you can. Like it's just pushing the thing. Right. But I remember reading an article about um, just different ways to manage large families. Right. After you, if you have three plus kids, you have a large family. And then if you've got other, you know, yeah, once it's not man to man defense and you move the zone, it, it changes. You can't the have, like you just, it's a, to me, in my opinion, it's a large family. So I've Googled a couple articles or whatever. And most of the first two tips are you have to outsource more things than you want to. Yeah. <laughs> right. If that's dinner, if that's, um, you know, the, the uh, cleaning, if that's the yard work, like those things that you had time to devote to before when you had less children, you're not going to have time uh, for the first yeah. few years of as you have new additions, right? Yeah. You're not going to have time to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now, right? you now need I, to like accept the fact that you're going to have to make some changes and outsource yeah. a couple of things. It doesn't have to be everything. And I'm not yeah. suggesting that, that it would be everything, but the best investment that I made or we made, excuse me, after we had um, baby girl was that postpartum doula. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And I said, like, they came in and they did all the stuff that I could do, mm-hmm. right? As a normal functioning human being that had a good night's sleep, of course I could have done that. Yeah. Right? But it's like, but even from a, like, pressure perspective for new moms, it's like, well, ask for help, but, you know, you can just kind of, do- no, you really need to go pay. Like, I, I'm an advocate. Yeah. They are there to help you. And if you have a difficult delivery, if you have a challenging, you know, newborn or anything like that, and you're able to work that into your uh, finances and not waste money other places, yeah. you need to get a postpartum doula. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Because they I mean, come in and just do everything. Yeah. And don't get me so wrong. You can take I know this is a this is a privileged... We have it, a privileged there, there, This is a we privileged do. perspective. Absolutely. Because not everybody's in a situation yep. that allows That's for... Fair. Allows for that. And so I, I definitely want to make sure that we're not saying that, you know, these That's are fair. requirements because fair. they're not, right? And, and not. it truly is, like, it, it really is a privilege. Like, we're in a situation that is not the, I won't say the norm, right? It's just not. But even when we did, we had less, right? When we made less, um, you know, it was still a matter of trying to figure out so in software we call it minimum viable product right mm, so that's like a good point. like yeah if you need to what are the things that absolutely have to happen right right like what are those things mm-hmm. and you if you can crystallize that yeah you're golden because at that point, you guys have clarified what has what has value. That's a good point, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you make sure that you're constantly hitting those, mm-hmm. then you can kind of hit at the other things. Yeah. Right, and I think that's you're one of the things that we did, especially in the, in the early days. That's true. Of being married, that because we really didn't no. know 
what marriage was, and we did no. a year of counseling. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. did an entire yeah, year yeah, yeah. Sure, of sure, premarital sure. counseling, and we spent sure. two years before that long distance. Mm-hmm. Like all we could do was talk about what life yeah. was going to look like, mm-hmm. and still, it was like, what have we done? Yeah. Um. You know, it was still, uh, still tough. But what we figured out was, what are the things that really matter, mm-hmm. and what are the things that are important? Yeah. That we have to hit these things. Mm-hmm consistently and because we were consistently hitting those things that really mattered then when things rolled in or frustrations came up and all that kind of stuff it was like okay but like we tell the couples right your spouse is not your enemy yeah so if your spouse is not your enemy and they are there for your good then because you're annoyed with them on a random saturday it doesn't negate the fact that they're not your enemy and they're here for your good. Yeah. Because the, the very next day or in a couple days, you guys are going to hit that consistent mm-hmm. thing that matters. And that's going to remind you of the that joy, mm-hmm. right? The happiness mm-hmm. that can come. The joy that you should always be able to find in your spouse. Yeah. Um, and so over time, the, that minimum viable product, right, has changed and shifted. Oh, absolutely. You know, because, you know, first it was just us. Then it was us and, you know, the oldest. Then it was us and two more. And so with each shift and transition yeah. in life, and we were in Texas, then we were in Maryland and working. Mm-hmm. You weren't working, then you were working, then we were both working. Like it was yeah. it was kind of a bonker scenario mm-hmm. that we went through. And so those, you know, those, I, I, I got to find a better term than minimum viable product because that's not what it well. is. But whatever that so thing is. So the funny thing is that when you say that to me, like mm-hmm. I totally understand. Like, I know you do. For being a program manager, I yeah, get it. Right? Yeah. I know you do. <laughs> so we get like, it's good with me. I'm like, yep. Mm, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. And so when we say, and so, so let mean. me just, for the for the podcast people, yeah. so the minimum viable product is when you're in, in software, if you're creating, whether it's an app or a tool or any type of function, it's like, what must this thing do? Mm-hmm. Like the absolute thing that it has to do in order to be successful in order for us to call this good Mm -hmm. what does it have to actually do and if you can nail that you're great you're golden yeah now you might have some additional features you layer on top of it that are like bonuses but if you give me a a bonus but you haven't hit the mvp you still fail and so that's why it's like in marriage like when you talk about in, in terms of being married right there are some things that we say are that we really like, but they're but not they're, they're not that they're not essential. They're no. not that MVP. No, it's things that you know you might want. Like I'll, I'll give you a funny one, right? So maybe your spouse really likes it when you give them like foot rubs, right, or foot massages. Yeah, they like you to give them foot massages, but if you're beating them, like they're not that foot massage isn't gonna matter. <laughs> And that's an extreme case, right? Yeah. So let's make it a little bit simpler. If you are working to the point that your spouse never sees you, but then on a on an occasion when you show up, you like give them a foot massage, like that the fact that you gave them a foot massage on a random Saturday does not negate the fact that for the last ten days you they haven't seen you, haven't heard from you. Like that doesn't it's it's not gonna matter. Yeah. You're not talking to your spouse because you're annoyed with them. 
but you bought flowers home on Saturday. Yeah, it was nice you brought flowers home, but I haven't heard your voice in seven days. Yeah. So those, what do those flowers mean? Yeah. You know, so, but if you're communicating all the time and you bring flowers, bonus. That's a win. So, yeah. All right, so, yeah, MVP. Got to nice. find a better term for that. I don't think you do. Do a minimum viable no, product. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Uh, all right. So I was reading, uh, I had this uh, journal, not journal. Uh, what is that? It's not a devotional though. I wouldn't necessarily call it a devotional. But it's a book called um, Live, Living in Grace. Uh, Living Grace, Walk in Love. It's a devotional. Is it a devotional? It's a 365 day thing. 365 day journey though. I'm trying to remember. It's well, a devotional. Yeah, I, I guess I'd never read Bob Goff as like a devotional. But anyway, so regardless of <laughs> the classification, it does does it really? It's like a ta- uh, the subtitle. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, Bob Goff. I apologize. In your um in 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 there OMG. in there, it says, I think faith works the same way. It's not just a system of doctrines and behaviors and beliefs. It's about what we do with the things we believe. People will figure out what we believe when they see how we live. And that thing, um, when I read it, it was like, wow, because, excuse me, of what we were just talking about. There's a lot of lip service that's being paid, especially right now, to topics and... um, situations in the culture right a lot of you know in these unprecedented times we've got to gather together it was the worst of times you know like all of that like we have these things that are happening out there right Mm -hmm. but the question that i consistently ask is okay what are we going to what are we doing exactly so i don't need to hear your words i need to see your actions absolutely your conversations, while they might be might make you feel comfortable, yeah, aren't don't really matter to me, because I know for a fact that it's very easy to say things and very hard to do the work. Oh yeah, and so if I don't see actions, no matter what you tell me, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hit the same way. So when I read that, I was like, wow, because first, in a marriage, right, since we're talking about the podcast, right, in a marriage, you can tell your spouse you love them every day. But if every action you make doesn't display love, what are those words? What is that kind statement if it's not backed up by action? What is that? Faith without works is dead, right? So if no matter what your belief system, if your belief is not backed up by action, it's not really a belief. What if the language though is not the same? It's different. You mean like definitions? Meaning like you could be saying, you could feel as though you're demonstrating love for me, right? But I don't, receive it that way like I don't see it that way also like a love language type yeah scenario so but again 
that's still an action, though. Right? So, so back to our normal topic, right? Communication. You've got to know your spouse. Right? So you need to know what it is that your, your spouse... So if we're talking about love specifically, I wasn't necessarily talking about that, but that was the, the idea. You've got to know your spouse. So you've got to ask your spouse, how do you best receive love? And it doesn't necessarily have to be the five love languages. It just needs to be, needs to be how do I make you feel most loved? And how do I... And, and then... You can also, on the other side of it, say, this is what I'm doing to show you that I love you. And then let your spouse tell you whether, how that lands. That's fair. Right? But again, you got to have a That's mature fair. conversation in order for that. Uh, that is very true. Right? That is very true. You know? But I think that's the way that you get past the love language thing. That is true. Because you've got to yeah. gotta communicate. And I think even in, in Gary Chapman's book, he talks about that specifically. He's like, hey, you know, you can tell your spouse, you can give your spouse all the words of affirmation that they that you want to give them because that's how you show love. But if your spouse is a acts of service, you might be putting some points in the in the on the scoreboard, mm-hmm. but you're not putting up as many points as you think you are. Yeah. And you're definitely not putting up as many points as your spouse would like you to. Yeah. So you've got to know what it is that your spouse needs, and you got to provide that. Mm-hmm. Um, that and, and that's a challenge because a lot of times we don't marry, we don't marry like, right? So a person who's you know to use the five love languages, right? A, a person who's a words of affirmation doesn't typically marry another words of affirmation. No, no. right? Absolutely. They no. they they no. they they'll usually marry like you know on the other spectrum like the gifts like somebody who yeah. wants presents. Mm-hmm. Right, and then so they're constantly telling their spouse, "Oh, I love you, and I think you're amazing. I love it when you do X, Y, Z." And the spouse is like, oh, "Where's, where's my flowers, gift? man? <laughs> Dude, I would really like some jewelry. Where's my gift card? Or, yeah. you know, or if it's a guy, he's shoes. like, he's like, man, the PlayStation Five is coming right, out. Right, you know, right. like you got my yeah. pre order. You got me sure. on my pre order. Like, what's well, going they on? can't do the pre order. No, you can't do the pre order. <laughs> Sadly." You cannot do the pre order. Why would you bring that up? Why would you bring that up? You're making me sad. Why are you making me sad? Because you're trying to make me sad. I just. No, because you were going to keep talking and then you were going to realize you said pre order. You were going to be sad anyway. I'm so. That was for me to reach out to the the community and say, look, if y'all find the pre-order links. Guys, y'all don't know how <laughs> sad I am right Please now. send it to I, Carlton. I have been budgeting all yeah, year, guys. Yeah. I have been budgeting all year. I have been putting money yes. in, a in a bag, shoe box. in a shoebox in order to get my PlayStation 5 on launch and they still haven't told me how much the thing costs. Yeah. And I don't eat, can't even guarantee that I'm going to get one at launch and it just makes me sad. It's okay. You're going to yeah. have one, honey. That made me sit up in my chair. Oh, it's gonna be okay. The pain. It's gonna be all right. (laughs) You're funny. I can't believe you did that to me. All right, so we're coming up on the end of this episode. Okay. Um, but I want to um make this comment. One of the things that we do just about every year is a 100 day challenge, 
And that yeah. means... Um, is it time? It's almost time. Because we're in September. Oh, yeah. We're in September. 16th, so, oh, yeah, the 16th of September. I feel like we just talked about this. I know. Didn't we just talk about yes. this? Yes. Yes, we did. No, like, I really feel like, no, for real. Like, no, we no, just, just talked about seriously. 100 Day Challenge for yeah. 2019. Yeah, yeah. Well, 2020 is both the longest and the fastest year ever. I don't even want to. So, I, so I, it, I don't feel that. Anyway. I do want 2020 to move on. Yes. But I'm not. I'm not exactly as excited passionate for 2020. <laughs> about like the different like memes and stuff I've seen on. Oh, about yeah. About 2020. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. 2020 like, is a dumpster fire. However, um, I think if you have the right perspective, 2020 hasn't been as devastating in many cases. For who? Um, right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. It really, it really depends on your so perspective. That's why because for me, I'm we've like, had people like we know people who've had tremendous losses in 2020. Absolutely. I know folks who have gotten sick. I know people yeah. who, you know, have had family members that have gotten sick. Yes. Like so, this has not been a good time. And then you know all the jobs and and mm-hmm. things like that. It's not been a good. It could be because I do try to be oblivious to certain things. Well, so no, I may true. not be feeling like. Yes, you. I actually, and so I let me let me back up, <laughs> and say that um, I have to. I've realized that I have to on purpose, not know things about current events and like current things that are going on. Sure. Because if I get immersed into everything that's going on, that is like a heavy blanket on me, and it's not. Sure. Mentally good for me. Yeah. At all. You're not able you're not no, able to not at all. function. So the small space. things that have happened have weighed very, very heavily on me. So I cannot imagine like delving into the other things sure. like that I don't know about. So that also shapes my perspective of I mean, and I'm not saying it's not that bad. It's I'm just saying that I don't have this passionate um desire for twenty twenty to end. Sure. Um and that's another just mindset because oh. I you don't know what's in twenty twenty one. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, hold up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. mm, nothing mm-hmm. is nothing. Don't is rush, promised. don't rush, don't yeah. rush, don't rush. Yeah, nothing. Like is certain promised. things, like changing the rules on certain things. Woo, woo, woo. Let's not be quick on that. Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. No, no, no. Keep it. Leave it alone. Leave mm-hmm. it alone. So. Yeah. But but anyway. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But yeah, so we're coming up on the hundred day challenge. Uh, September 16th is when it nice. will kick off. Basically, that is 100 days uh, from from September 16th. It's exactly 100 days until you can give yourself the best Christmas gift ever. A better you. And so what we try to do every year is to pick some goals, prepare ourselves, and execute. Mm-hmm. Very heavily for those 100 days so that we can present that gift to each other on September 25th. So we have typically we have a marriage goal, we'll have a financial goal, we'll have a health goal, some type of physical goal. Like all those things we'll be trying to do. Um, and we typically try and podcast on a, a more frequent basis during that time. I cannot guarantee that we'll be able to do that because. The baby virtual school situation is incredibly... I'm really anticipating it being draining. And so the idea of trying to podcast every week might not make it. But we may actually need the podcast 
during that time in order to vent. So who knows? Uh, we will do our best to stick to our at least our every other week schedule. Yep. Um, as we go through the remainder of this year. Um, but in the event that you get some bonus episodes, congratulations to you. And us for actually getting them done. Or if the it's ranty, uh, you know, our condolences to future Crossing and Deidre uh, for whatever craziness that takes place uh, at that time. So I hope that you guys will join us on that journey on the 16th uh, and that you would commit from the podcast perspective, since we talk about marriage and family, that you would commit to some goal for your marriage or and or family during that time um, and really 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 execute on it every day for 100 days because I guarantee you if you do that you will give yourself and your spouse and your family a tremendous gift as Christmas rolls around and um, as we get ready to finish up I have a bit of homework for the audience I want you to determine what behaviors you are going to change and more importantly, I want you to change them. So thanks a lot for joining us on another episode of Life in the Clouds. I am Carlton. And Deidre. And we are glad that you came along on tonight's journey with us. Please feel free to send us feedback to our email address, feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. That's lifeinthecloudspod.com. And you can follow us on Facebook, search Life in the Clouds podcast. You can find us on the Twitters at In the Cloud. No, that's not right. <laughs> Forget the Twitter part because I can never remember uh, the Twitter handle. It is out there. Though. I think so it's long. I think it's In the Clouds pod, um, but it's out there. Uh, you can search for Life in the Clouds on Twitter if you are so inclined and you will find us there. We are glad that you've joined us. Thanks for being along on this crazy road uh, from 2017 to today. 50 episodes. Uh, we didn't think we'd actually make it to 50. And we're really excited that not only have we made it to 50, but we're actually considering more episodes. This has been such a wild ride, and we appreciate everybody who's come along with us during this time. And that's it. Have a great night. Bye.